Puddles in the morning, puddles in the evening, puddles in the afternoon. Well, I'm a puddle boy and she's a puddle girl. The Puddles Podcast is starting real soon. Welcome to Puddles with Andrew Collin, a.k.a. Puddle Boy, a.k.a. Uh, dry Dick, a.k.a. Poop Hands, a.k.a. Um, uh, shoot, uh, Old 12 Falls, a.k.a. Old Great Balls, <laughs> a.k.a. Garbage Face, a.k.a. Mice, a.k.a. ATC, a.k.a. AKA, a.k.a. Elbow Skin, a.k.a. Toe Skin, a.k.a. Back of the Knee Skin, a.k.a. Skin Skin. Woo-wee, do we have a good show. My, one of my, one of my, I love when you start, one of my, nah, dude, like, the baddest freaking bitch in the game. Is that better? That's way worse. Oh my God, it, that feels more insincere than one of my. Go back to one of my, I'll take. One of uh, my I mean, baddest bitches in the game. Well, baddest bitches, do you really think of me like that, that way? If you do, that means so much to me, but if it's coming from an insincere place, I don't care for it. But if you really do think that of me, I need to explore that because man, I don't feel that. Uh, well, that's Nikki Glazer. Um, <laughs> you might know her from uh, you might know me as being one of the baddest bitches in, in the in, I didn't even let you in the game okay what what game I guess stand up okay yeah well that's nice I've been getting a lot of people going you know what I don't like your stand up but I like hearing you talk on things it's just like okay good I'll just stop doing stand up because it's way harder than talking on things also when you talk on things you're doing jokes that you would have done in your stand up true they don't know that a lot of times but i do think that there's no way that i'm only only doing things that i would do on stage like i'm i'm putting i i always i think podcasting is truly like lazier than stand-up and if someone likes it more than my stand-up okay i'll do the easier thing don't you agree it's easier it's a thousand percent easier okay yes uh it's not at least a thousand percent wait what does a thousand percent mean when you say that it's a hundred times ten yeah what mm, well, it just means times 10. Yeah, times 10 minus four, baddest bitch in the game. Because 100% more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, um, I, think, uh, game, yeah. I think what happens is, is like, I don't know if people love jokes. <laughs> I think they just want to. Because it's, it's insincere. Yeah. Maybe, and people just want things to be real. But, and that's one of my biggest issues with, uh, like, God, like, not just guys. I mean, girls do it too, but too many jokes in a podcast where everything is a, hey, yo, like I can't, I, Ian did it to me the other day. I usually do it to men being like, okay, are, are you, did you say your joke? Can we go back to the real conversation now and talk like adult, adults? But yesterday Ian was on my podcast and he was saying that um, there was some bill recently post or like passed that made it so police records couldn't be given to the public. Yeah, 50A. And, yeah, 50A. And I said, I would love to have that law for certain bands that their records couldn't be public. And I thought it was a decent joke. Yeah. Records. Good joke. Going public. I mean, it's on multiple levels. It, it, and he goes, wah, wah. And I was like, you don't womp want me. But I'm you the womp should. He sh you know what? How does he it feel to be womp want though? It didn't feel good. And you know what? It also taught me that I can take it. I, I, I did rec it hurt my feelings as a comedian to be womp womped. It does. That is like a ba -dunch. 
That's you even- told me, I still remember, I still think of this. We were on the subway. Oof, oof, okay. I swear, it was probably like the first three months we started hanging out, but when we yeah, started- Yeah, because I was I, then I started taking Ubers. Yeah, 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 maybe right <laughs> on top of the kidding. subway. Yeah, yeah so. we would take the, we were probably on the subway home, uh, going from radio to my apartment to hang out. Yeah, and you said something to me, you go, hey, can you, this isn't even on radio. This is in real life, you told me not to make as many jokes. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Boys do it in conversation, too. I still Sweet remember. Jokes. But you tell someone that, they're not going to be as carefree and as fun. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Don't waste my time with your dad jokes is kind of what I'm saying. It's like, and I just, there's a time and a place, and I definitely have become, laxed those rules a little bit more, and I hope that you've sensed that, that I'm a little bit more playful in my older age, but I do, I did, they used to really annoy me because I feel like it just takes you out of when people make jokes as a way to escape the feeling that they're feeling or the uncomfortability of the subject matter, which obviously I know something about that's a form of yeah, but then survival why? technique, yeah. but I don't, when it's a t- subject I want to take seriously, don't you fucking joke about it. And so it's like, it's up to me, you know, and it's, it's not, not fair. up to you. Well, I've they then don't adhere to my rules. I mean, but it seems like you do. Rules. So it might I'll be. I'll break the it rules all like, day. I'll break yeah, the you rules. D- I, you know, no. I, I wonder what it would feel like to have someone confront me with it. Like you've told me before, like, hey, you do this thing and it doesn't, the tone yeah. you use or the thing you say, it hurts to hear that and to hear my, that socially I might not be perfect. Like that hurts my feelings because I've, in my head, I'm perfect, and everything that I say is right and just. And it then is to funny. have it, you have you have that tag where you go, "Look, I might not, I might be a comedy nine, but I am a Giselle Bunchen of personality." Yeah, when and I, I, hear I, that I still, I'm, I still think that I am. Well, Giselle, now. <laughs> Hilarious. Ah. That's so funny that when you hear that joke, you're like, "Yeah, right, Nikki." Honestly, you're not wrong. That was like in my last relationship. Um, I remember I just always thought like he'll take me back whenever it's like up to me if I want to be in this thing yeah and then I remember wanting to be back in it and he was like and I was like you know what and I forgive this and I I'm okay with that and he was like I'm sorry what makes you think like I want to be with you because you're not like a prize like what do you and I was like whoa I didn't know I, I honestly thought I was and I'm sorry that sometimes I can be so naive um, but yeah, I, I realize I'm not perfect. That's why I'm alone. You know, like it's I, a main reason I don't have someone is because I've chosen it. But another reason, which I haven't really explored is that, uh, you might not be that great to be around. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I mean, we, we were talking about this the other day about being like dating someone that, you know, kind of goes with the flow a little bit, like doesn't. Oh yeah, you told me that one of my exes is now dating a girl who he, what did you say? You said he found someone that looks like you, but 10 years younger and likes to do things. Yeah, pretty much. Is that, was that the quote? Because it hit me like hard. I I mean, 
hard, dude, in a way that I needed because I was like, whoa, I, cause then my dad piled on. I think it was, a, we were FaceTiming and you were telling my parents that that's why that guy didn't love me is cause I'm not, I'm not 10 years younger and I don't do things, but that's true. And my parents always, my dad, especially cause he loves doing things. I've been hearing, I don't like doing things and what's wrong with you. You don't like doing things. You just don't like doing things like, and how could I? And I'm like, I can't help what I don't want to do. But now I'm trying to do things that, that made me, I'm going on an excursion this weekend. Okay. I mean, that's a step. I'm I mean, going on a 20 mile bike ride that is then going to turn into a canoe ride of 10 miles. My brother-in-law asked me cause he owns an excursion company in St. Louis. Shout out to, um, muddy, muddy river excursion. We'll, we'll cut some shit. We're going to cut that. Shut up. Just I, I do cut it because it's embarrassing. I don't know the name of it. Muddy waters. Muddy. It's Muddy, Muddy St. Louis, Muddy Adventures, Muddy Adventures, St. Louis. There's a hat somewhere that has it on it that I wear a lot. Anyway, he asked me to go on it and I laughed at first and he was like, I knew you were going to say that because like, who would want to do that? Then I go, let me do it. I'm going to do it because like my dad goes, the only way to find out if you're, if you like doing things is to do them. And I'm like, I believe I've done these things before, but maybe let me try it. So I said, how long is it going to take? And he said, it's from nine to five. That's no phone. A job. No phone. That's a job. Would Nine you, to five is a job. Why would you do something that long? But you would do that. That's what I envy about you. You're always down to like do stuff. I don't know. I think when Dude, we were on think the think about when we've been on the road. Yeah. No, but I didn't. I, I a lot of times I would just we just hang out and that was like our whole thing is that we don't do anything. We just sit in Starbucks. And but quiet. I feel like you did that because that's what I like to do. And you felt sure. like you couldn't do it. You had no one to go do something with. And I wish I could have been that person for you. But then sometimes we'd be on the road and you'd have someone to do something with. Yeah. And then you would I be mean, gone all day, like body surfing. You'd come in like sunburnt and like, like be like, yeah. And, and then a perfect you've had a whole like, day. Let's say like we were on the road or like, let's say you were dating someone and it was a Sunday and they're like, hey, let's go play golf. And I know you can't play that good. You could hit, you could pick up the ball, but it'll just be fun. It'll be us out there. Oh yeah. If I'm banging someone and into them, I'll do anything they want to do. Anything. Oh. The problem with dating is I don't want to bang any of these people initially. So like when, before a first date, I'm not like, Ooh, I want to fuck this guy. Like that's so rare. But once I, once I'm fucking a guy or wanting to, I'll do literally anything you want to do. I will sell my soul to like act like a fun girl and I'll actually enjoy it because I like them you know but dating and doing activities with a stranger before you want to fuck them like ugh. i feel like with the excursion thing like because we are luckily i want to fuck my brother-in-law so this is definitely something i'm looking forward to look that semen works with someone else in your family you know so that's good (laughs) oh my god um i I, well you ran 13.1 miles with him were there any sparks i did (laughs) (laughs) He is awesome. He's such a good excursioner. Um, yeah, he was the one that was like, Nikki, let's run 13.1 miles on Sunday. And I was like, I got, I have, there's no excuse. I got to, there's nothing else to do. And he convinced me I've never run more than seven. And he was like, you could do it. If you've run seven and you run, I run four miles every day anyway. And, um, and then we did it. It was the most fun thing ever. And I wanted to do it again this weekend. And that's how this whole excursion came up is because I was like, let's run another one. Let's do 15 miles. And he said, why don't you canoe and bike ride? And I'm like, ugh, Dude, I, I don't have to be around people. Like, I can see you becoming like an ultra marathoner and like 
just so dead. Like you have that. I could. You have that like in your genes. Like in oh, your- Oh, thanks. But you do too. Like you get addicted to things too. Like when you get in shape, you get addicted to the workouts and doing it every day. And then when you fall off, you fall off hard. I know. I worked out this morning. <laughs> I, I fall off so fucking hard. Dude, your face just then. I want to see it in slow motion. Like for the clip, we got to go back right now to Andrew's slow motion when I said, and then you fall off hard and just look at how you were but, nodding and like looking that, sadly into the corner. No, you were just like, <laughs> yeah, man. But I, I get it. Like you get into something and then you you fall out of love. Well, here's the thing. I don't, and I think a lot of people do this. We, we, we go to get in shape and we don't, we go too hard. And we, our goals, we hit little goals really quick and it makes us happy and then we can't sustain it and it it happens every time i freaking i lose 10 pounds and then and then you flex you flex and you put up a bunch of instagram photos where you're punching things and there's not really a joke taking place it's just you showing off your jabbing skills or whatever kind of thing you're doing Mm -hmm. and then you get the likes and you get the people telling you you're hot and I mean, I get it, dude. Like, that's the positive reinforcement for, like, when you start the, these things start to show up initially. But I don't know. I've had, like, the best body I could ever have. Like, I've, I've had a peak condition, and it's been pretty good. Like, I've been pretty proud of where I've been able to get. Um, yes, there's room for improvement, but I've been like, I'm a-okay. Um, and I'm, I look back, and I was like, but there was no nothing happened. I didn't get an, an award. It was, it's sustainable, I guess. But like, life doesn't change what you think it's going to when you peak. You hit peak physical condition. You've been there too, you, haven't you? Been in like the best shape that you're like that's as good as it can get, or have you not reached peak, Andrew? I mean, I reached probably peak, Andrew, literally in high school, and it sounds so cheesy, but like that's when I was the most when, ripped. When you're young. I do feel like, and um, it was revenge ripped, right? What do you mean revenge ripped? What's revenge ripped? Like you got ripped because you were like, I'm going to show that girl who hurt me that I'm so fucking hot. No, this was in high school. (laughs) I don't think I was doing it then. I I think I was just playing three three sports. I never stopped working out. I had like muscles in my neck. I remember my grandma telling me I had a great ass. I just remember. I bet that you liked that. And you were like, I'm going to do something with that. Isn't that funny? Yeah, my grandma was like, you got that hot bubble ass. Andrew. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to drink a hot, warm glass of milk off that ass. Oh I'd be God. like, oh, grandma. If you, if a girl told you you had a good ass when you were like hooking up, would you think of your grandma? Would that be the first person that came to mind? Yeah. Or would she already be on your mind? <laughs> I mean, she's already there. I mean, when a fantastic cock, my grandpa comes to mind for sure. Um, but in college, this girl told me I had a hairy ass and it like made Stayed me upset. With you. And I took my whole pants down in, in a bar and I go, feel my ass. Is it hairy? Feel my ass. When did these two incidents, how closely did these two incidents happen? <laughs> right, five years apart. Oh, okay, so eventually the inner turmoil that you experienced after they told you an hairy ass, just like one night you got drunk enough to be like, is it everyone? And you put Oh, no, 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 no. This was right then. This was right. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I thought you meant like, when did I get called? When did my grandma compliment my nice? Oh, no, I meant like when, so a girl in a bar said you had a hairy ass and she had hooked up with you? My girlfriend said I had a hairy butt. And I was like, no, I don't, dude. Fucking feel my ass. So I took my ass out. Did she mean like hairy in inside 
or outside? You know what? She, she didn't stick around. <laughs> she, <laughs> once her boyfriend pulled down his pants in a bar to, when she just made a flippant comment and then you proceed to pull down your pants in a bar, she was probably like, yeah, I'm out. Well, it's so funny with like male bodies. Cause like I worked out this morning with an NFL football player. The last two days I've worked out with this. Why? NFL. What? What? My brother knows him. He lives out by my brother. Oh my God. Are you so nervous and like, are you like giggling the whole time? And just like, you can't control yourself. My left arm hurts so much. Cause I tried to impress him. This is your make a wish is that your brother's setting up. Does he know something we don't? I mean, okay. so you got to play with the big boys. Did he, did you get to go to the stadium and walk on the grass? They let me run the ball in for 40 yards. Um, No, are you so, so are you just working out harder just to keep up with this dude? You wouldn't know who I, I I literally reverted back to like the most competitive I've ever been. And he's like, you really, he told me, he goes, you snap your wrist. Great. And I was like, thanks, man. Oh my God. Nothing has ever meant more to you in the world. That's great. (laughs) So like, it's just so funny. That'd be like if Jennifer Aniston, like, complimented my hair (laughs) or like like my earrings or something even more you know worthless I was thinking about that like before I got on here like what's because because for a guy a professional athlete for a guy we are so in awe of them and we all want to be them and we put them on this pedestal of just like be like they're gladiators like they're gods and for women is it to be around like a beautiful model or is it to be around like who do you think you'd be more impressed with a, a usa soccer player that won a gold medal or like a- adrian lima or whatever adriana lima is she, she's like a, a supermodel yeah yeah or like, i yeah. get like when around supermodels i do get i'm fascinated by them and i um there's a part of me that like wants to be them and like wishes that it would just have been like, I'd be discovered. And like, you're just, you're special because you're genetics. Like you didn't have to try. And I know that models definitely have an extra gear that just a natural be- beautiful woman doesn't. I'm not like saying modeling is like fucking hard is it's hard. You're really good at it, but it's, it's hard. You're like naturally good at modeling. Like see, do it, do what you would do right now for modeling. Like that's hard to do. Wait, seriously. Look into the camera. You know what I do? Pretend like we're doing a photo shoot where you um, are trying to look, um, model a uh, a Buck Mason sweater. (laughs) For Zoom calls. We're trying to get, Buck Mason is trying to target people to look more professional in Zoom calls. And so you really got to show us this top fourth of this sweater. Look like, oh yeah, that's cool. That's good. Find your light though. Find your light. I mean, I feel like, no. <laughs> I mean, that's like, are you afraid of the dark? Circa 95. Um, no, you're naturally good because you yeah, do like let, an eye thing. Let me let Hubert out. I'm listening. Do you think about, like when you're looking in the camera, do you like think that you're looking at someone? Are you trying to like think of a feeling? Because Nick Vial taught me one where you look down and then you look up like, hey. Like... <laughs> And then you capture right then, like you look down and then you look up like kind of confused, but like, <laughs> and it's good. Try it. Will you try it? Zoolander, but. Um, yeah, it is. It is. Kind of furrow your brow, like a little confused, a little bit more confused. 
Yeah, vulnerable and like confused. That's good. That's good. That's J. Crew. I feel like guys in J. Crew are kind of looking like they're uh, trapped. I told a girl. I, a girl told me when she was taking photos, think about like, I want you to have sex with me. So it's like, fuck me eyes. It's like, fuck me. Like I'm thinking like, fuck me. Really? That's good. I feel that makes me so uncomfortable to do. Try because- it. Try it. Give me a fuck me face. Okay. Okay. I don't even know. Like, I'm so asexual right now. I don't know if I can conjure this, but this is going to be me trying to be an actress. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> well, I don't ever want to, I don't ever say that to anyone. I never make that face at well, anyone. Do it. Okay, let trying- me pretend you're someone else. <laughs> yeah, pretend I'm Nick Vile. <laughs> Come fuck me. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, I think it's more like with girls, it's like, yeah, I feel that. It's kind of like, what are you going to do? Come on. Like, if that's how I do it. What would I be think. a seductive face, though? Like, let's say, like. Oh, God. I don't, I I don't want to seduce anyone. That's the thing. It's just so not. If I had to, I don't know. I, tr- I try. Are you thinking I'm not trying to, like, seduce? seduce people but i i've never seen you give like a seduction face to oh someone. dude i'm i am i'm so bad at flirting like when i like a guy and i'm in like uh, or if there's a, a vibe with a guy that is like unrequited and i'm not even sure he would like me i get so nervous and like i'm so bad at like putting out any signal guys never know when i like them ever 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 and that's not to say that like like guys should just assume I like them because they're like, I can't tell if she likes me. But like most guys, when I finally have to just be like, I, I like you. Do you not know that? And they're like, what? And so I, I don't know. How do you know when a girl likes you? She, Extended eye contact, lots of touching. Yeah. I, I have trouble with that too, to be honest, like doing showing affection as well to the point of, of escalating things. Um, I mean, lately I've been lucky where it's just like, we kind of both know that we will both want to fuck each other before we either, we even like get together. So it's like, there's no, like, see, I don't like that because what if you change your mind before you even see her? Like well, once you see her and you're like, ugh. well then you don't fuck her again. <laughs> I know, but you have to at least one time do it. No, that's, that's the truth. When a guy like, and a sorry. girl, it's like, my dad is doing some kind of like stop outside. Can I tell him to stop real quick? Yeah, of course. Yell it's at so him. loud. Hold on. That's perfect. That was so. My good. dad is so not into noise pollution, so he immediately dropped it. And was like, "I'm so sorry." Like he, all I hear is him is complaining about blowers and uh, blowjobs and uh, what did I say? I love. No. I, I think you said yeah, blowjobs from your sister-in-law <laughs> or brother-in-law. Dude, when you say dad, it's so funny. When you scream dad, you sound so midwestern. People keep telling me that on my Instagram stories, it's like revealing a different side that they never saw of me, and I'm like really and i get it's just coming out that's how i talk when i'm a daughter and like a little twat like a little teenage twat <laughs> that's how i feel i mean look at me i'm wearing a, a tie-dyed t-shirt and tie-dyed's back i mean it makes you feel so young it's one of the best things about it, it makes you it just makes you feel like a little girl again did you make so that good. hell no made well did a, a woman in china made this 
and then they sent it somewhere in the U.S. to be put together. And so they say it's made in the U.S. No, um, yeah, it's, my sister gave it to me for my birthday. I just trust her fashion. So like whenever she gets me something, I'm like, I just wear it without. No, it looks I, good. I, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's cute. I am, your dad was shirtless in your stories again today. It seems to be becoming a theme. Yeah, I just, whenever he's shirtless and doing something funny, I'm just like, let's capture this because the fact that you're shirtless makes this funny inherently. So no matter what happens, it's still going to be funny. It's still going to get people talking. And I gotta be honest, it's like, I have good jeans. <laughs> are, you showing like, your, are you showing your dad yeah. nipples so you, people can know what your nipples look like? Mm, that's not why that doesn't really match up i will say though that our like our um athletic lanky build without really trying does stack up and i'm i'm grateful to have earned like that but our bodies look so much alike like legs wise same legs same arms so it's it's kind of freaky and i and i don't like it but i'm also i'm proud of him my dad is in great shape and, and he doesn't even really try and yeah. i'm and he, he's funny and vital and like, he's just wearing, he's shirtless. I don't ask him to take his shirt off. He just walks around that way. And he's not doing it to be like sexy. It's just like, it's the way he likes to get his life done. There's something that with like, you were saying how when you're in the best shape, I feel like, cause when, where you're at to where you would like, let's say you'd want to be in the perfect body world. Yeah. I feel like a guy really couldn't notice a big difference it between the two. Maybe. Okay. Maybe, do you, what I'm you saying don't think that being with someone that is shaped like Emily Ratajkowski would be so special that it would be almost incomparable to the closest, hottest girl you've ever been with? No, or no, no. What I'm saying is, like, let's say Emily Ratajkowski gained five pounds or ten pounds. Oh, yeah, you would be able to tell. No, and I don't feel. Care. I feel like where you where you've been at and been able to maintain. That's why you don't feel like a thing of like, oh, I'm as hot as I could possibly, because you're already close to that. I feel like I could lose 20 pounds, you know, and gain a lot of money. Like you would notice a difference. Right. I Whereas I could get ass injections, um, lipo, different injections and get like a really like step, like I could be pretty fucking hot and like voluptuous in the right places in ways that I'm just not if I spent the money and had the procedures done. I could do that, but I just don't want to. But that's the problem is like, you could always do more. But has that gone away since- uh... COVID? Yeah. Yeah, well, you can't get surgery now. Um, really, <laughs> elective surgery. You can't drive up and get an ass in? Yeah, um, maybe you can't. Maybe they're doing sidewalk ass, <laughs> ass injections. I mean, they're not good people. That. The people you that drive kind of... up to one of those COVID tests and be like, "So I'm here for my ass." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just want to get the antibodies test. I don't know. Have you had an antibodies test? No, I you have I, it. No, I, I assume I had it, but I could be wrong. You know, we're going out. We're doing stand up in less than a month now. Oh God, I know. Hold on, let me answer your question about do I feel differently about stuff? Because I think that I do. Um, I am honestly like, mm, I was getting kind of trying to think. Okay, how about this? Your hair, you haven't dyed your hair in how long? Oh, I love not dyeing my hair because I don't want people touching my hair. It's one of my like things. I like freak out with my hair. And so okay. not having an excuse for someone not to touch my hair has been great. 
But staying blonde, I only do that because I'm on TV and it looks ridiculous to be on TV with roots. You just look like you're not taking care of yourself. This roots? Yeah. I don't think it, I don't know. Whatever. My two sides. No. Also, I just sprayed some like dry shampoo. So I, it looks like a powdered wig right now. But yeah, I've got some roots going. But honestly, it, it does look better all blonde. Like you would notice, but yeah. you wouldn't notice. It's very, it's slight. But having like my nails done and spray tan, I'm not doing that. But that's also because I'm like actually getting real sun now instead of just spending all my time inside. Um, but yeah, just, I, I don't, I don't think I really care about, um, but I think it's all going to return. We're all going to care about the things I we know. used to care about as soon as all of this lifts. Yeah. I don't care about how I look in jeans. Cause I'm not wearing jeans. So who cares? Remember when everyone was like COVID, you know what the great thing about COVID is now you can't get canceled and nothing is that big of a deal. Cause we're all dealing with death. <laughs> and then people were like, are you cancel people? Again, (gasps) we're back. And it sucks because you get canceled and you don't even like get attention for getting canceled. Like you just get canceled quietly. And then like, (laughs) you don't even get those headlines. Well, that girl, Um, um, Kat Cohen, she, she's a comic. She's an, I guess an alternative comic you would say. And she was, she couldn't be any more like a rising star, I guess. And um, she. And uh, everything she does is on the right side of things. She's a huge component of transgender. Like she'll make sure to have a show with like, like she'll go out of her way to be. You use the wrong word, but yes, yes. She's a, you said component. I think proponent is what you thought. Yeah. Components just like a piece, but she, maybe she is a huge piece, but I don't think that's what you meant. That's okay. Of a transgender. She's part of, it's like transformers. She's, you remember those animals that came together? Remember that? (laughs) Yeah, what were those? Fuck, you had like the saber-toothed tiger. Yeah, that was the real, that was the one. It was like, um, it was like, but it was by Transformers, was it not? I don't know, but I don't know. Being around kids, I fucking love dinosaurs again. Really? That's a whole nother favorite one. Oh, a triceratops. Oh. Why, what are you? um T-Rex. I mean, you got to go big. Go big or go home. And Brontosaurus, after I saw Jurassic Park, that was like, I was like Laura Dern in that scene of like, like that's how I felt during that scene. That is one of the most amazing scenes in in a movie that I will ever remember is seeing those brontosauruses leap up and grab those trees. Like truly transformative piece of cinema as a child seeing that. So those were my fave. Yeah, I would have felt like, well, T-Rex, you know, being vegan, you know. but I don't care. They have to survive. But like uh, Velociraptor, love them. I like the raptor. I like the triceratops because he was on the T-Rex. Because he, he would swing small. his tail? But we did, did we see a triceratops in any of the Jurassic Park? No, his agent wouldn't let him. <laughs> Wait, is triceratops <laughs> the one that's like the bit with the big crown? Yeah, yeah. And it was Sarah in Land Before Time? I think, yeah. She's yes, like yellow? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I was thinking of Stegosaurus. Never mind. Okay. Yeah, Stegosaurus is like, it looks like it's a bunch of rocks put together. Yeah, that's, that one sucks. And I think it just swings its dumb tail and it's like, who cares? The Stegosaurus is like the porcupine of... Yeah, you don't want to sit on a Stegosaurus. Like T-Rexes, if they were just taking a load off and thought it was a rock, they might be like, whoa! But T-Rex, Stegosaurus... Uh, Stegosaurus is like a wall you build, like out of brick, and you never finish it, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you throw a tail on it. I love dinosaurs. T-Rex's arms, though, are hilarious because they can't... They really are they funny. They can't grab things off the floor. They, they would have to... I don't know. 
There like, was a reason for their their arms to be like that, though. Like they developed that for a reason. I mean, I wonder what scientists think it was. Hmm. Maybe they don't use them for fighting. So, so the smaller they are, or they just needed something to make them a little more insecure because they had everything else going for them that they should have had. They had to have something small, right? Everyone has something. It'd be so funny that one T-Rex with long arms and everyone's like, dude, look at long arms. Fuck. <laughs> what a dickhead, dude. Yeah, T-Rex with long, long arms wouldn't freaking make sense, dude. Unless it had long arms that could f- fold up. That would make sense. Yeah. Like the pu- punching nuns. Yeah. Well, I think, I think the short arms give... I bet one of your nephews knows the answer to why T-Rex have small arms. I mean, those children probably know more, so much more than us about dinosaurs. 100%. 100%. But I do think that it's probably a defense mechanism because you can't grab them because they're so tiny. <gasps> Interesting. But they're way, and they're very tall animals, so they're very far off the ground with their little arms, you know? It's kind of like why a giraffe neck is so long, you can't get to its head. I don't know. Something. Really? I don't no, know. No, I think that's to get the vegetation. <laughs> I don't know. Animals are Animals so are weird, dude. Do you know the blue whale? Blue whale's my favorite animal because it's the biggest animal that's ever existed, ever. I don't know about that. <laughs> Look it up, dude. Jamie? No. It's true, Joe dude. Rogan joke. I know, I get it. Um, Let's yeah. see. Blue whale, bigger than any dinosaur. Any animal that's ever lived out of, any mammal, maybe it's mammal, but any animal, it's, I think it's the biggest that ever lived. I used to be obsessed with blue whales. They're so freaking big. And there's another type of whale that literally lives to be 400 years old. So there's like a whale swimming around that's been around since like the 1600s. And by the way, when a whale gets to like 390, they're like, fuck it, let's end it, dude. I know. Well, they have to be in quarantine right now. Once they get, once they're around 390, that puts them in the risk, high risk category in the Arctic. Plus they have, yeah, definitely have high, high cholesterol. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you're right. I, Dude, I guess I'm right. It's the biggest one ever. It's so big. It's like many school buses. A hundred feet. You know how big that dick must be, boy. Have you ever know. seen a whale's dick? It's insane. No, really? Yeah, dude. Type in whale dick. They come out of the water and it's just like, it looks like a sailboat. <laughs> I remember seeing a whale's dick and just being like, yeah. No way. You Bro. actually got like jealous of a whale's dick? No, no. Uh, but if, if a whale's dick was on a small animal, yes. Yeah. What about a T-Rex's dick? Do you know about those? Do those got to be long for him to jerk off with those little, or he jerks off I with I wonder if it was like hanging out. You never see them on, you never see an, uh, dino's dicks <laughs> like in any of the movies. And they were so accurate. Well, it's also very weird that like other animals, like monkeys jerk off a little bit. But a lot of animals don't masturbate, which is because they I just know. rape, I guess. But Right. Oh, right. They just get to have it whenever they want it. So why do they need to? Oh, wow. Gross. Sad. The this, other night, my... What? Oh, sorry. No, I knew, I knew a dog that would suck its own dick to completion. Really? Yeah. To completion? Like you would see it shudder and like enjoy an orgasm on the floor? Wow, every time. No, 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 no. But it wouldn't... <laughs> Oh, it was sucking his dick to complete, though. It was the, the, the guy that stabbed me's dog sucked its own dick. Wow. I mean, so many dogs can lick their own penises, so why wouldn't they? I mean, they'd clean themselves. Yeah, and some dogs are smarter than, or I don't know if he's smarter, because he knew to keep going. Wow. Yeah. I am. Um, one time I was holding Luigi during a podcast taping. This happened live. I used to have a podcast. Uh, it was like my 
four podcasts ago and um i was holding luigi my dog that you who you know and he was in my lap and he was like sitting up like in my lap and he got a red rocket and my friend brian frangie who was on the podcast and dan saint germain were both like oh luigi's got a boner gross and they were just i was just like grow up like you just get used to red rockets especially because my dog's dick is like big for his size i went to the vet one time and she told me he has a very large penis for his side and i was like legit proud but it also his like slit for the dick to come out it would just fly out all the time because his slit was too big and so the opening didn't like hold it back the sheath and so it would always come out even when he wasn't like turned on when he was just like relaxed and like it would fall so i heard it all the time red rocket and i was just like oh really and so then I was like, Luigi, and that, sometimes I could scare it back in by taking his paw and like tapping around it. And I swear to God, dude, I was doing that. I took Luigi's paw and was tapping around it and it, he came. Wow. During the, it like stuff came out and we all saw it. And, um, Did I don't know. Pretty? I mean, it was the first time I'd successfully given a, a paw job. Is that bestiality? Even if it's on accident? I felt disgusting about it. I didn't want my dog to, like, I don't want my dog to look at me and, like, you wanted to go again? Wait, is that my face? Yeah, that, that was a really good look. Dude, yeah. shit. I could do it when I think about my dog wanting to, like, fool around <laughs> with me. One time my dog, like, licked my face during a, like, when I was having sex. Like, the dog came up and, like, licked my face as I, he was, like, behind me. And it was, like, this is kind of my fantasy, but, like, not. Yeah. Like, Get away, Luigi. Dude, I was it like, was I was like, the dog was licking my leg and I didn't stop it. I didn't stop no. it. I told oh, the yeah. girl to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, bitch. No, you stay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I freaking, uh, yeah, I'll put up missing posters for you. Yeah, it's uh, Run. these dogs that I walked, they were like show dogs. And there's a job, literally, there's a job out there where the lady, or guy, I guess, jerks off the dog to completion. Yeah, I mean. That's the job. Like every day they go, okay, bye, babe. Bye, honey. Oh, do you have a lunch? I got a lunch. Yeah. Okay. How was your day today? Um, I, there were seven dogs that I, that I jerked their cocks. <laughs> I mean, that's absurd. But you must, they must convince themselves that they're doing it. Like they're making money off breeding them. I mean, Joe Exotic was jerking tigers off all the time and like making it set in the scene for these tigers to fuck. He was like definitely facilitating some tiger rape. Um, and, you know, so I guess you just do what you got to do. Sometimes comedy feels like jerking off dogs, you know? Like there's some shows where you're like, oh, I got to go jerk off these dogs. It's, it does feel like, I think you could take pride in your work. However, you being leashed and having someone jerk me off every day as part of their job seems like, my fantasy <laughs> do you think the husband is ever like oh you're gonna jerk off uh leroy uh, bubba and uh clifford but you're not gonna fucking <laughs> those sound like three black men i'm sorry <laughs> i kept thinking the next name would be less problematic but it just... <laughs> actually clifford's the name of a cat but also no, if you clifford named... is the big red dog i tried to go oh to... yeah yeah but isn't that I... clifford a cat too <laughs> but you're totally right about the dog but they did maybe i my mind's just in the wrong place or no, the right no, place no. you're right i felt that when i said leroy i did yeah leroy was like the just not the best first but oh you know 
I tried to get better throughout it, but my point We're being, all trying our, to get better throughout it. And that yeah. was an example of just, you did land on a dog's name. Thank God. It just so happened to also sound like a, a black pimp from the seventies name. <laughs> I should have went with like spot. It's okay. You're going to get canceled anyway. So just leave yeah. little trails of it. I'll never get famous enough. That's um, true. But yeah. So anyway, <laughs> the husband being upset about that because she won't jerk his dick off. But anyways, uh, we got Where else did, What other um, areas did you want to cover today? I mean, that was really fun conversation. That was the most fun. So good. Ever. So good. What um, about, oh, um, oh I, I, can I, I know what, can we, can I, um, can I talk about, I think if we start talking about doing a reality show together, it'll manifest it if we like put it okay. in the air. So let's talk about like going on the go road and what's though? next. We yeah. never finished the cancel thing with like being on the right side, but we don't have to get into that. Yeah, we can. But the Cat Cohen thing, this is what I found oh, yeah. interesting because, you know, so what happened with her, so she's been on the right side of like wokeness and, 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 you know, probably I've had run-ins with her, nothing like too personal, but if you were like a white cisgender guy, like, the, like a bro, like whatever kind of like club comic, she tended to not want to talk to you. And like mm-hmm. a lot of people felt that apparently, if you read on Twitter. Yeah. So people, so she did a, a short like four years ago or 2016, which is so funny when people do something like three, they're like, that was three years ago. Right. That was seven hours. I was. Listen, comp- some people, th- times are changing very quickly and I, I'm not defending anyone, but yes, it is weird to say that, but it, it truly, things are changing so fast for the better. Like, I'm glad that like blackface was something that people are getting caught for they were doing i mean i'm not glad of it but i'm glad it's like completely unacceptable now something that was kind of like done 10 years ago by a lot of well-meaning people like it's nice to it's nice now that it's like no no more and here's why and now we all won't do it but that's not to say that good people didn't are just fucking stupid and not knowing they're being racist yes or being racist and just not admitting it yes and Here's the thing, but this is my question that I have had for you is that, so she does this short where I honestly, and again, it's out of context because when they show the, this happens a lot. They show a video, but they'll only show like five seconds and it's the worst five seconds. I know. I saw that. I saw the video first and I instantly. So you saw the whole video or just. No, no, no. I saw the clip, just the clip. And I instantly go, oh boy. Yeah. That is terrible. What the fuck was she thinking? And then I realized she's doing a parody of a girl who thinks like that. Like she's making fun yeah. of someone who does stuff like that, which is where you get into murky waters. Well, here's because, the thing. Yeah. If she did, if you saw the whole video, maybe it built up to that extreme of a satire piece. What happens is she has a, her friend, I'm sure it's her, her friend, is a black guy with his shirt off and a noose around his neck. Mm-hmm. And, she and she's holding the, the other end. And she's singing a song about racism. And I'd like to maybe talk to that guy that did it. You know what I mean? Like, let's hear his point. Yeah, Mike Racine retweeted, I bet this guy wasn't paid for this. Oh, wow. Yeah, well. <laughs> That's where I first saw it. And I was like, and then it brought me to her profile. And I go, who's this girl? And then I looked and I watched her um, video that she has pinned. 
and it's really funny. Like, uh, she does, she like sings a song. She's a good yeah. singer. She's like, does a different kind of act. But I remember watching it almost like probably year, a year ago and being like, wow, this girl's good and funny. And so I was like, bummed to see that this is what she's going to be known for because I don't, I don't know. I've never had a run in with her, but I, oh man, I relate to just being fucking stupid and making stupid artistic decisions. And of I know course. there's stuff out there that I've just missed, had such a blind spot on. So I'm willing to forgive, but it's not my place to forgive. So I'm kind of just like, mm. yeah, well, this is my, my question though to you is that a lot of people were going, well, if her joke was funny, right. It would have been worth it. So and then well, I she think, was trying to be funny. And she was trying that... to be funny. So that's my question is like, so if a joke is better, it's less racist yeah. than a joke that's bad? Um, if it's, it's kind of, yeah. I mean, like, uh, it's not even about funniness. It's about like, is it smart enough? Is it pointed enough? Does it make people think enough? I mean, these are all subjective things that you can't really know until you put it out there and see how people respond. But is that little part of, was that worth it? Dressing a, a black person up like a slave. Was that worth it for that one line? No. But did she mean to hurt anyone's feelings or make black people feel worse about where they've come, where the, the state of the world is? No. But I feel like she apologized adequately. But again, I honestly think we have no right yeah. to say anything about it because, and it frustrates me that I don't get to have an opinion on it. It's like everything in my little white entitled like comedian, I have an opinion kind of way. And I'm not just saying this, like I truly just don't, I don't have any opinions about anyone. It's, I know it's going to happen to me. I'm going to get canceled for something. And then I'll be like, somebody comes, white people t say, tell them I didn't mean it or whatever. But it, well, when her, it happens, it's gonna, I, I, I don't know that it's up to me and I don't know that it's up to her. But. And then she wrote an apology and, and then people, people take the apology and whatever it is, like, I just have a hard time, like with someone reading an apology where someone's trying to be sincere that obviously had the best interest and then picking apart that apology and not saying it's good enough. And I oh, know yeah, that really irritates me. It's, and it's, you know, oftentimes, sorry, I'm changing the call on this. Oftentimes white people saying that it's not good enough yes. and picking it apart. And what fucking skeletons are in your closets? Like how, that is the thing where I don't even have a point of view on it. I'm not trying to gang up anymore. I'm not trying to yeah. uh, excuse anything because I fucked up before. I've been racist and ironically racist and made jokes that weren't as funny as the risk I was taking. They're out there. And um, for, for I, I would never like, even though I don't think that I would do something that bad as she did, I would never be like, how dare you? Because first of all, it's not my place to do. I mean, maybe it is my place. Maybe I should be furious and make her feel bad. But like, I don't see what we, we lose. She's an ally. Clearly you lose an ally and, and look at, she showed how to fucking apologize. I don't know. I, I didn't read it, but I, it, it seems like she is comes from a good place. So what a great example of how to say that you were wrong and work towards changing yourself. Like, what do people want to just, yeah. you kill yourself? I truly think sometimes that if I got canceled in such a vicious way where someone came after me and was like, look at, we just exposed you. You're a racist. You're, you, uh, and, and, and made it so I was truly canceled. 
I mean, I'm scared that I would probably like want to just kill myself because I'd be like, well, they know there's no redeeming myself. Like, I think that's what they want. They want you to kill yourself a lot of times and to feel, because what else? They take yeah. everything else from you. And maybe that's, I, I do, I, I don't want to go see Louis C.K. Well, anymore. I didn't watch a special because I'm not interested in it. Do I think he shouldn't be able to perform? I really don't. I don't care. I'm just not going to watch it. So, but to, to lose the ability to do something and like, I don't know, I, especially for something you're already sorry for and are, are going to work towards not doing again, give me a break. I think that someone like her, if you cancel her, you're, maybe she uses her celebrity to raise hundreds of thousands of dollars eventually, because that is the kind of person that would do that. Like, yeah, she's like an the ally. other day, like Hannah and Paige, they did this giggly squad thing and they, you could do a, a you could make your live Instagram, a donation, a donation. Like, and yeah, they've raised 20 grand, right? Let's say okay. someone canceled one of them on Sunday, that 20 grand never, you know what I, like if they're on your side, also, the other thing with Kat Cohen is people are like, well, her dad is an investment banker. She comes from money. She oh, could be fine without it. fired up. No, no, I don't get fired up, but I just find it interesting when a lot of comics think- that, I like your point about this. Well, some, of, some comics think, hey, the only reason why I'm not successful is because I didn't have enough time to be creative and work on my act because I didn't have rich parents. I was worried about paying rent. Right. And the reason is, no, it's not about your, you didn't have rich parents. It's because you didn't have alcoholic parents. And well, that's yeah. what makes you funny. Yeah. So go get those. Yeah. Get alcoholic parents. That's get, get parents that were, were not, maybe not alcoholic, but just like not really, you, you have to have grown up with some sort of deficit. That's really what's in rich kids also can do that. But I, I know what you're saying. Like, I love, you said to me the other day, you were like, I, it, that bad comics think they'd be funnier if they were just rich. Like how ridiculous that is. And I would love to just see them get money overnight. And like, let's see how funny you get. Yeah. And also I feel like with her, you know, it's like, are you even mad about the video that she fucked up on? Or do you just want to take her down because she comes from money? Yeah. Like that's how I mean, it felt. Let's examine this. Yes. You know, so whatever. Yeah. She's very takedownable. Like, uh, she was someone even that I remember seeing her profile because I was threatened by her. I was like, oh, this girl's funny. She's young. Fuck. And it's like, if I was an eviler person, I would go like, hey, guys, this girl fucking let's ruin her because I want to I'm jealous. You know, there's mm -hmm. parts of me that I can see. I I've, there's I've wished bad things onto people that I'm jealous of. I don't go out and, and make it happen, but maybe I do subconsciously. Who knows? But um, yes, obviously a motivation for canceling people is jealousy and wanting to like eliminate them from the competition. Yeah, I know. I mean, you know, it's, uh, that's why you don't need to be worried about getting canceled. Well, no one's ever called me a genius. I think, I think when someone that is called a, joke, a genius, that I made. Uh -huh. no, I know, I know, I know. I'm, yeah. I, I was being a joke back saying, no, like, I'll definitely cancel you someday. Yeah. I mean, you, you have the ability to do it very easily. Um, no, you've never done anything cancelable. Like, even if I tried to come up with something you've done that's made me like that, it, you know, if written the right way, could be spinned into a thing. There really yeah. isn't anything. You could probably find something on me, though. Yeah, I could just read your diary. I don't keep a diary. 
but not one that I read my thoughts. (laughs) It's just dinosaur dicks and, 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 uh, racist name for dogs. Uh, yeah. And dog rape. Um, yeah. So you want to talk about the reality show? Yeah. So I want to just, let's talk about going on tour and maybe I can go into that. Yeah. So we're going on tour. (laughs) Very, very subtle segue. Uh, no, I mean, you can clip all this, right? No. Okay. We're leaving in the dad when you okay. yelled at your father. Oh, yeah, that was too the funny. The lawn that you ruined um, because you piss on it. Um, I don't. I, I haven't even been out there but once to break up a fight between a deer and my parents' dog the other night. There was a huge deer in the backyard, and I, we heard this, like, whoa, like a different kind of bark from the backyard of, like, a dog that's dying, and we were like, yes. Finally, someone's killing our dog that we hate. Who's we? This Wiley sucks, and um, we truly were kind of excited when we thought this deer killed our dog because we were kind of like, "What do we do?" Like there was nothing for us to do. It's not like we like pitted them against each other so he died, but we were kind of like, "Oh, fingers crossed." <laughs> and so, but I went downstairs, and the dogs, the dog was like stalking a deer at twilight, and they were both looking at each other, and the dog was barking like crazy because I guess the deer kicked the dog, and that's why we heard the wail. We went downstairs. And I didn't think anything of it. Like deer don't seem like scary creatures to me. So I just went down and my dog isn't scary to me. So I just went down and was like holding Mary and like, stop it, Wiley. And my dad's like, Nikki, get back up here. Get back up here. And I'm like, why? And he's like, I'm not getting mauled by a deer. I'm not going down there. And I'm like, mauled by a deer? What the fuck are you talking about? Because the deer deer didn't have antlers. So I was like, what's it going to do? But apparently deers like can fuck you up. And I I saw this deer kind of come at the dog. And my dog is as big as a pony. Like he's a big dog. And the deer was pretty big. And they had a standoff in the backyard for like an hour. It was nuts. It was like very hour. An hour. Because the deer couldn't get out. And it would keep trying to get out and then it would hop and then the dog would come and then it kicked the dog in the face again out like where we couldn't see it and the dog would yelp and then it would come back out and then um and then it got so dark we couldn't see what was going on so we just left them out there because we couldn't get the dog and then that's when we we heard silence and we were like oh my god maybe wiley's dead and then we were like well i guess we'll see you in the morning and then he wasn't and so we're waiting for to come back and finish him off. They, they got the yeah, they kick like like yeah. quickly in the air, like um like I used to do with my sister when we get in fights with my legs. I would just hit them back and forth. So if she came into it, she'd be hit by a windmill of heels. Oh yeah, or the gas pedal. You ever gas pedal someone? No, I ga- I gaslight you. Yeah, tell yeah. me about it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's gas pedaling? Oh, is gas- that when you just do like this? No, you 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 when you're laying you throw your foot in someone's cock or their oh, oh yeah 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 that feels so good when it hits right though sometimes yeah you could foot, feel good i could definitely footed? get healed in the in the crotch have you ever probably been grind on a heel before? huh have you ever been footed no no have you footed a girl no i mean i've i've played with a vagina over like pants with my foot like kind of teasing that's hot yeah that's good. But no, I've never had an actual like toes in your vagina. I feel like the nails would hurt and you wouldn't be able to really control it. Um, no, I've never done any foot stuff. But yeah, what so anyway So we're um, going to Nashville. <laughs> so what? We're going to Nashville to do comedy. Yeah, we are. I mean, I guess. I don't know, dude. I just got another article sent. My dad just told me today that Nashville's starting to close shit down again. So who knows if we're still going? But right, well, it's I on the wrote, calendar for now. I'm doing a show on Tuesday in St. Louis and Wednesday. Where at? Helium Comedy Club at 
the Galleria Mall, which is the mall I used to go to as a kid. And um, I haven't been to this comedy club yet, but they're doing, you know, you can only do groups of four with people you've like lived with. There's no single tickets available. So my whole thing that I used to be like, go to comedy shows alone. Um, I take that back. You can't anymore. You missed out. You should have gone when you could. You have to have friends and family now. And what, they, they put the tables kind of? Yeah, they put the tables. They group the tables spaced out. So you have to like get a group of four to be able to go. Um, and so if yes. you're a single mother, you're dead. You can't go. No, you better. You, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't go to my own show. If yeah. that's wait, um, it has Actually, to be, I could cause I live with people. It could be a group of three. Yeah. You could do a group of three, but I think it's like four and five, you know, and, and I didn't read all the rules, but I'm not gonna have to be exposed. So t- at your own risk, I get a different mic than everyone. It's sanitized. I won't have to touch anything. I'll wear a mask, um, until I'm on stage. So I feel like I'm going to be pretty safe about it. There's no meet and greet. I wonder. Um, I don't know what the hell I'm going to say. People are going to be a little weird about just laughing just so they don't throw germs into. I think everyone should be masked. So then all the laughs will be muffled. And then I'll make fun of their masks and see who has the best mask. That could be a fun thing to do. A little crowd could- work. Yeah, you could guess how disgusting the nose is or how bad their teeth are. Oh, yeah. We could, I could ask someone to flip their masks and show how disgusting, how long it's been since you washed your mask. I mean, mine is covered in, like, makeup oh, yeah. and, like, just There's going to be new diseases for, like, the mask 28 or whatever. Yeah. What's your mask? What's your go-to mask? What are you uh, rocking? I stole one from my brother. Oh, that's nice. a bunch of masks. He just uses a bandana. Is it, like, a Gucci? Oh. Oh, he does. That's cool. That's a cool look. Yeah, the bandana is a good. It's just so it looks like an old western, like uh, part of a, you know. Well, we've been going to like look at cars. Like he was looking at different trucks to buy, and um, you know, it's nice because you know I can't afford you know the tire of the car. You Mm -hmm. know, so it's nice to go. It's funny window shopping, or like you can buy a window. Going shopping is kind of fun. If you're very rich and you could afford it, or if you're very poor and you're and just no looking- chance you could ever, and it's just yeah. like a life you could envision. Oh. Yeah, but if you're somewhere in the middle Fantasy. there, you're only like, I could pay car payments, but yes, it would really fuck with my groceries. Um, I'm about to buy my parents a car because I want to, I'm like wanting to buy something because I'm just like, even though I haven't earned any money for a while. And they all of their cars have check engine lights on now, and they refuse to get them fixed. And I don't want to get these old cars just over fixed. I just and it's always like a good dream to like give your parents a car. Like I just that's like kind of, it's like a Kevin Hart nineteen. He probably brought his parents a car in like two thousand five. So yeah. I need to I need to pull one of those, and then eventually a house, and then their own wow, island. So they have a check light too. Fucking bullshit. Fucking no, it'd be so funny. You got to film it too because people love that shit. And you should get your, you should buy like a $200, like the shittiest car on earth with no engine and, and shoot it and then have like a nicer car down the street and be like, here, dad, I got you this. And it's just like yeah. an old donkey with like AIDS or something. <laughs> <laughs> something bad. It had a great Kelly Blue Book. Um, <laughs> this donkey with AIDS was <laughs> like, I got it at car. It has no Carfax because it's not a car. <laughs> so it had no reports. This donkey with AIDS. Um, I was going to say, so like 
my parents are deeply uncomfortable with me buying things. Like they kind of fight it. My dad doesn't really fight it that much. My mom's more like, we know Nikki don't No, you're not going to do that. We don't need you to do that for us. And I'm like, I can afford to like pay for all the food that's coming into this house. Like that can be so that I don't feel as bad about not picking up other things. Let me just pay for all the, all of our food. But they kind of fight me on it, even though I Venmo my mom every time she goes to the grocery store. So, but with this car thing, I've just been saying. She, when she hits the button though, to transfer to funds, it's very tough for her. No, and and yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that is, it's harder for her to do that just because she doesn't know how to work the app. (laughs) Not emotionally. I love my mom loves Venmo she comments on other people's Venmos my mom's like uses Venmo as a social app she like (laughs) loves she's like oh your cousin just gave someone $14 for and it's a it's a a, a, um, animation of a flying baguette I don't know what that is but she's like I like it and then she'll she'll she is like she loves Venmo do you pay attention to Venmo no you can't see the dollar amount someone gets can you that'd be really fun oh uh, no I, you're right I don't think you could see the dollar you just see no the but I do love that though I do love someone liking it it's so creepy it's like you're liking someone's like bank transaction yeah my cousin's like your mom comments on my Venmos and it's the funniest thing ever and I'm like that's so my mom to just like but she she's fascinated by money and like she, she like she wants now that she knows your brother is rich she wants to know like so how's his brother doing? Like she wants to know everything about your brother and what his wife looks like, what your brother looks like, what their car, like everything. That's why I was like, what car does your brother have? If I tell my mom, if I get my mom a car and say that Andrew's brother has it because she knows your brother is rich, she'll be like, this is a rich person's car. Like I just have to buy her things that like so get her will make her. I mean, part of me is thinking maybe I'll, I'll just get a Tesla because I need a car here anyway. So I'm just going to get a car that I'm going to then give them. My, my sister-in-law really is. She just, they literally just test drove a Tesla today and there's one on the Tesla Y and it's, uh, I'll tell you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a SUV and the doors don't, some SUV, they don't go up like they don't go up. The they're not obnoxious. And it's like, I think it starts at 46,000, which isn't like insane. The, I mean, it's not, it isn't insane, but that's a little bit more than I want to spend on my parents who would be happy with something that isn't that. But yeah, that's, I just like, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. Part of me is waiting to make any move because I'm trying to sell a reality show, as you know, um, yeah. that you'll be a part of. And you're, uh, the, the greatest thing about you is, I mean, I got into reality shows again. I mean, I've always loved reality shows, but I really found out how good they can be with Summer House. And I know you're just like very close with that whole world. And like, I, I want to be on a show like that, that has that much fun. I don't drink. So that might be an issue, but I, I just have been watching it and being like, Oh, I, I should do this. Like you just get to hang out with your friends and like have adventures and like film it and be yourself. So um, so yeah, I'm trying to sell a reality show here in St. Louis. That's going to dictate how long I'm here is based on if I can sell that show or not. But, um, so that's what I'm thinking. And then once I sell it, will, I've already asked you, will you move and be my friend here? Because yeah, I mean, I don't see me staying in St. Louis forever. No, you, the contract is you have to die here, which I think you will because the COVID's going to come back pretty strong in the yeah. fall and, and you, um, so yes. you know, are yeah. a hypochondriac. So you'll probably just convince yourself you have it and die from it when you really don't. That would be no, really maybe funny. Maybe I love St. Louis. Yeah. 
I don't know. I look. I, I would. Yes, I would definitely. Because uh, I think the show is we get a house with other friends of ours who have nothing going on, and like I just fly in my friends and like create a life here. Because the problem with being in St. Louis is like my family is great, but I don't have any friends. I don't so. know. Part of me thinks that that's why I, I like that one idea about you know six different friend couples because I feel like if you just bring in your friends. I don't know. That is an angle that could be interesting because you know the people, but so then like the arguments are a little deeper rooted than just these superficial arguments. Yeah. I don't know. I I examined the idea of just making it like uh, a concept, like people who don't know each other, which I'm, I'm not opposed to, but I don't think it's, it's going to be my show and centered around me and my life as much as, I hate to say that like those a show like that would be like, Oh, these six couples came to live in it. Like, yeah, this is, but you've been on the real world before. I want it to be kind of like that with like people who wouldn't normally live together at the age I'm 36. I shouldn't be living with roommates, but like, that's where my life is. And I think that why not get roommates and make a show and just have fun. Well, I'll, I'll get someone to move in that you probably won't get along with. I'll get someone that I probably won't get along with. That's you, actually. And yeah. then I'll, um, I'll cast it. I'll pick a, ho- a girl who's, like, kind of hoary, and maybe that <laughs> I can be hoary with. Um, and it will force me to go on dates. That's what it's really going to do. It's, like, it'll force me to do, like, excursions and, like, like hang out with guys that I don't want to hang out with. Yeah, Because you think, need a love story. I think, I think an angle is that we're not, like – it's not like a young, like, it's more like, oh, these people shouldn't be in, re- re- like, they're past reality. Yeah, prime. We're, we're aged out of, like, summer. We can't be in the summer house. This fall house. But the problem is summer fall house. Fall shack. Summer house do have two guys. Well, they're guys, though, and they're both yes. 36, 37. But, I know, um, but, uh, you know, what Paige and, uh, what's her name? Uh, Lindsay says she's 33, and um, Paige... <laughs> Paige is like 28 and so is Hannah. Okay. And Hannah's 28. Yeah. I mean, I'm 36. I, honestly, though, I might look older than them, but I feel like uh, maturity wise, I'm at the same kind of maturity level and like boy crazy. And both of the, the reason I really liked watching both of them is because they were able to do things that like were embarrassing and have not so great moments, but they always seemed and they weren't even producing it. So they don't have control over what goes out. I'm going to have control over what goes out. Although I'm going to be myself. Like they didn't come off bad. Like yeah. that's the, that's what I realized. Reality is great. Like uh, my biggest fear used to be, I used to want to be on the real world so bad, which I know you relate to, but I, I knew that if I auditioned for it, I would probably get it because I just always felt like I'll probably be on it, but I never auditioned because I didn't want to be I didn't want to drink so much that I threw up on a guy while blowing him on camera and like those black and white cameras. Like I knew that would be me D- drunk in the hot Not in tub. that order. Like, yeah. You know, like I just didn't want that to be my claim to fame. Yeah. But even if it is, as we've seen with Paris Hilton, with Kim Kardashian, Snooki, like I don't mean to throw her on the list, but we've seen them in different states of like, I've seen the inside of Kim Kardashian's vagina and that is not what most people think of Kim Kardashian about. They might tease her and be like, oh, sex tape. Mm, that's not who she is. Paris Hilton, I don't think about her sucking dick even though I can conjure it right now and I've seen it. You let those things go. And so I'm willing to like be embarrassing on camera and know that there's more to me than that. But here's the thing, people, 
if you did it 10 years ago and then you got your special and you got you know all this other accolades then people would be like oh that wasn't you but you've done all these things and right you, you would have to do more things after no i, I do, don't really have to actually because I've done everything. I've proven, I've had our specials. I've earned the respect of my peers. I am friends with Conan O'Brien. Like I've achieved every, I met Dave Matthews. I've achieved every goal that I wanted to. So maybe this is my swan song of like, I'm going to start, I'm going to end by like hooking up with someone in a blackout and like passing out and drooling all over myself and throwing, like maybe that's how I go. It does bring me back to like when we were talking about people don't like jokes or stand, they just like to hear you talk. And that's what reality is. Reality shows are literally podcasts for people as opposed to like, you know, someone that likes 30 Rock isn't going to like reality shows and someone that likes reality shows is going to hate 30 Rock. Dude, I'm not joking you. I, no, that's not true. I like them both. They're my two favorite things. But I'm just saying. And reality shows. I'm saying though that there are people. But they're out, different. I don't like 30 Rock. And I, and I like reality shows. Right. See, that's so funny because that's like all I watch is 30 Rock right now and reality shows. But another thing I was going to say is that I really have been, because I'm getting ready to pitch a reality show, I'm like, am I that interesting? Like, as you're we saying, like, do I, I don't do anything. And I've been trying to do stuff because I'm like, I need to have a life that is interesting on camera. So like, I, I've been going on like date. I've been forcing myself to hang out with like, guys that I don't really want to hang out with because I'm like, this would be a good storyline. So kind of a good little <laughs> motto in life is to like live like you're producing a reality show about your life and you want good ratings. <laughs> like, cause it makes you, it forces you to do shit you don't want to do. I mean, it goes back like to being in shape to get likes. Like it's like, we live in a world where we need that, that, that. When, when you and I are making content, We'll do anything. We do any, we do the funnest stuff when we're out making content. Like that gets us the idea that we can film it and get immediate feedback on our Instagram propels us to do so much stuff that we wouldn't do. But that's why it's so funny because if we do all these things for content and then it's what goes on five minutes after when nothing, like when we're just like, then we're both staring at our phones and like sitting silently in a Starbucks refreshing. It's like, what happens after the show? You know, that's, no, you're going to have to go on dates. I'm so excited about your speed dating tonight. Like, I love your speed dating because, first of all, I know that I'm going to get to, like, have a little airtime. So I think I, like, it, I look forward to, like, getting a set in. Not a set, but, like, just, you know. And, and it also is so entertaining. Like, I turned off the TV the other night to put it on. So, like, I – and that's – you're right. That's, like, a reality show. It's so fun. And – that is, I'm so jealous. And that's why I wanted to steal your idea and do it myself um, and like buy your idea from you because that is the best way to date. Like I, all these guys want to be like, I keep getting DMs, guys wanting to FaceTime with me to get to know me. And I don't want to FaceTime with these guys. Yeah. I don't know them and I don't want to get to know them that way. It's too vulnerable. But if I was doing it in front of an audience of 845 people on average, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'd do it. I mean, here's the thing. It's not about who you go out on the date with in front of people. It's who hits you up after. I know. That's why the other night I was like, oh, this girl is sliding in. They're going to be talking all night long. Can I predict? I bet you talk to one of those girls for a while afterwards. The one, the Houston girl. 
I've talked to Houston a little bit. Emily, but I bet that night you, you seem to be like in a horny Andrew mode. And I bet something went down in your DMs afterwards. I was like, he's got that horny energy I don't like that he has backstage sometimes when he's deciding who he's going to fuck. When your friend gets horny, it's so weird. It really, it makes, I just can't, ha it, it's so funny because guys get kind of disabled when they're horny. So I like that, but it's also like, I can just sense it on you. There's a, well, I a think shift. what it is, is there was a lifelong buildup of not being able to, or feeling like, uh, wanted in a way where sexually attractive to, by to win. Yeah. So any guy that has 10 different women saying, I want to fuck you, their energy is going to be like, it's, it's not normal. It's but not do you natural. jerk off before those, or do you like going in with a loaded gun? You must think of it because even I am like going on dates. I'm like, should I masturbate before this? What do you do? Um, it's funny. I, I actually, I don't, I won't jerk off before because then I'll make me more, uh, more fun. I think on the speed dates, the speed dating has been Do you really think that works that way for stand up, or is it just because it has the sexual element for the speed dates? Like, would it be good not to jerk off before stand up then? Mm. Hmm. I think so. I think there's probably an energy, like some kind of energy force inside you that gets depleted right after you come to mm -hmm. a point where it's like time to sleep yes you know what i mean i think just naturally yeah. i think it's like you come and then it's time for rest it's not calm. or it's time to tell the girl that you're with that you have to work on something early in the morning or yeah and i don't know, or that you've had a really long day and you need sleep yeah 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 exactly and i actually um did you go did you come <laughs> did you come the, oh uh, God! You're one of those guys. Ugh! No, don't I'm not be that guy. I'm okay, not. good. I'm never that guy. I don't. Yeah, want if you're, if we can tell to your listeners, don't be that guy and ask the girl if she came, please. You should know. If and if girl, she didn't, she can tell you on her own. Yes. Just assume I, she didn't. If she doesn't say, "Wow, that was great," <laughs> I came a lot. There was a um, there was a girl on the speed date that said that. This guy had a soft dick. Oh, yeah. She was a hero. My dad loved her. And how she responded to, I go, well, were you upset or did you point out? She's like, no, it's fine. It's like, whatever. And, uh, well, the guy said she was the first girl that he fucked after her relationship. Right. After his relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, well, maybe that feels bad because you're like, a. you could look at that two different ways. One, your new piece of ass, which. You should be like so yeah. thrilling to this guy. Or the guy's really nervous because you are a new piece of ass. Yeah, I always assume it's nerves when a guy can't keep it up or get it up. Always. I'm always just like, God, I'm so hot that they like can't even. <laughs> and a lot of times it's not that I'm hot. It's just like they, I can be intimidating. And I forget that I'm intimidating to someone. Like I, I just assume I'm the one that's like, I hope he likes me that I always forget that guys could also be feeling that way too. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, it's also could just be natural. So like, but I guarantee you, if you're cool with it and say, is it like, hey, no worries. Next time, there's probably a way better chance that guy's going to stay hard for you. Yeah. I mean, the one time it happened with me and the guy just felt so, like he was devastated that he couldn't. Like he was so embarrassed. This never happens, which I'm almost like, can you tell me it's happened before? Like, <laughs> really? Never? But I didn't feel bad at all because I knew that guy liked me and was so into me and like wanted to fuck me so bad. Like there was no denying it. So 
I don't know. Have you not been able to get hard because you were unattracted to the woman before? It does happen. That does happen. I mean, usually it just it revolved around drinking at the end of the day. But yeah, if you if a guy's drinking, you could just excuse that too. But I no, I, I I agreed with her. I don't ever take. I'm almost like, oh, good. I don't have to do anything. Then you do stuff to me, okay? Like, but the guy is usually so fucking devastated about it that it becomes like can I just, just let me talk you off the ledge and you have to like baby them. And there's nothing more unattractive than a guy who becomes insecure about the fact that he isn't hard and like, won't let it go. And keeps being like, Oh, why did this happen? And beating himself up. It's like, <laughs> that's when a guy, when you, and I don't begrudge guys feeling this way because I'm insecure as hell and I get it. But if you really want to make a woman run fast, show your insecurity too early on, we'll love you for it and let it through when we finally love you. And you've like, earned our love and trust but when you show the vulnerability of like i suck or i like oh i'm such a fucking idiot and like <laughs> losing it over something like that boy that that yeah, you, scared you me to, that scared have, me more than the limp dick you have to treat the limp dick like like a golf putt like like you got to forget it was the last hole it has nothing to do with this hole actually the first yeah it could be the first whatever go to a different hole no but like you got to just forget it you got to like let it go because one, it will let you get hard again. I mean, there's nothing worse. And than we pregnant. don't care that much. Go yeah. down on us. Shut up. Your dick is does it. We don't really need it that much. It's not that important. Thanks. Thanks for thinking that it's like everything to us, but it really, it doesn't have to be. You know what? It's the condom. No, it's the sheets. It's the carpet. It's the, what time, what's the temperature? Is it 73? <laughs> It's like so many excuses. It's like, just shut up and eat my pussy. I understand it though. I don't mean to even under, I don't understand it is what I'm saying. I don't mean to understand what it's like to have a dick and not be able to get up. But I do think women not being able to get wet and like stay wet and feeling dry again and getting wet one second, like that is also kind of a, it's, it's this close as I can get to relating to men in that respect. There is something. Sometimes I'm so turned on and I like the guy so much and I'm like, dry as a desert down there. Cause I'm so fucking nervous and in my head. And it's like, so embarrassing. So embarrassing. I don't apologize for it. I just spit on myself. <laughs> There's something so funny about a guy with like a mushy, like can't get hard dick trying to like push it in, but the girl is so dry. So it's like, it's just oh too, God. Just, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> you need like the wettest vagina ever for the softest penis. Up. Like, oh my God. And you, Oh, that, that feeling like just an eraser on another, just two erasers <laughs> rubbing together. It's like that you can't get any rhythm. There's nothing worse than like, also like as a guy, when, when you're, when you're soft and then you're hard and then, then you you know you go soft and then then like you kind of get hard and you're almost hard and then you're like you put it in you get it in and then you and then soft and, again and then, oh god because <laughs> you're like i did it i did it ma i got to the top of the hill god and that sounds so fucking exhausting <laughs> like is it never is it ever just comfortable where you're like oh. ah we'll see what happens is it ever like that or is it always like stay hard stay hard like wh- how what is your struggle? Usually nine times out of 10, it's just, it's just, you're, it's not even, yeah, don't even have to think about it. Oh, okay. And you're just hard and it's just. But on the 10th time, let's talk about that one tenth of a time. How many of those times out of that one tenth is it you can't get hard because you're not into it and the girl is ugly or unattractive in some way? Because that's the girl's biggest fear is that it's her body 
or some, or her smell or her just something. What percentage of the time that you can't get hard? Is it because of the girl's physicality? Go. Oh, this is our biggest fear. And it's okay if it's, it turns out. No, that it's no, 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 no. I, I do think, I think when you're in the moment with the girl, obviously you would never say it's her. No, you can't say that's why I'm asking you. Not no, no, moment. I know. I this know. This is not I the know. moment. I know. So uh, I can't like think back and be like, well, this time it was her. This time it was her. Yeah. A rough but it percentage definitely, though. It definitely happens. It's definitely probably like 30%. Okay. Okay. So one tenth. Okay. So girls listening, it's 30% of one tenth. That is about 3% of the times that you sleep with a guy. He will be so disgusted by your smell, your look, or your feel that his dick won't be able to get hard. Oh man. I, that's pretty brutal. But you know what? I've been grossed out by guys too. We're all allowed to not really like the way each other smells once we get close. Usually we are on board with that, but you can, you have the right to change your mind. Yeah. There's other factors too. I mean, there's uncomfortability. There's, there are you certain. You say something wrong. Yeah. You could, uh, you know, in my case, not have sheets on the bed. Right. That, that That's something that you wouldn't see until. Too late. But that's the thing. It's like, what if a girl is like disgusted by. Like, like in my, I had a joke about like a guy wearing a necklace. Like you don't see that until the shirt is already off. Like there are things that aren't revealed, especially penises. Like if you see a penis and you're just like, ah! like that's my biggest yeah. fear is that the penis is just going to be horrid. But here's the thing. There's no bad pussy and there's are bad dicks. Like that's, that, that's. I think there's bad pussy. No, I know there is, but I'm saying that, that you can't, as a guy, you, you can't can say, say that. It. You absolutely can. And you do. You guys do say that to each other. To each and other. Yes. Well, we over here, we have very, we have very sharp hearing, us women, and we know. So, but that that makes sense because some girls are just not hygienic, and some have like different pH balances, and sometimes a person's, you know, when you're in love, like someone's disgusting smell is good. Someone will love your disgusting, like pussy, even if it smells bad. It'll be someone's good. And on that note, thank you so much, Nikki, for coming to the show. <laughs> Thanks for having me. What about toilet paper when you find toilet paper pieces? And next time on Puddles, you'll be joining me in a few months, and we're going to get into one-ply, two-ply, and uh, three-ply. And God, four. why? <laughs> I know. I was so trying to think of like a good rhyme off of it. I just kept going. No, I was too, and that's why I was late to it. I know. Um, I uh, I do really appreciate you doing it. And I love doing it. I'm so proud of you. I mean, I know uh, this is nice to do your show because it's your space and it's like your fans and some of them probably just don't care for me at all. And uh, so I, I like, um, I like that you have your own fan base and it's like, I'm very proud of you in the quarantine and you've really entertained me. And like, I've learned a whole nother side to your talents and like, um, so I'm excited to go on the road again and see our dynamic now that I respect you more artistically. <laughs> now that my brother's rich and your mom likes me? Yeah, oh, that's what it is. I forgot. <laughs> I've gotten to see your brother's estate uh, and been reminded of that enough that I, I've, I thought it was in artistic integrity and it wasn't. It was your brother's guest house. Okay, well, I do look forward to, to flying you out to Nashville and putting you up and making you stay 
<laughs> in a condo. Jokes- Andrew, the jokes you made by your brother's $70,000 pool were so just yes. rich. It was rich. Yeah. All right. Well. It was literally rich. So rich. I mean, literally. Like, literally. Freaking. Uh, anyways, that's the baddest bitch in the game. Oh, my God. No, please don't. Call back. Maybe call Yahtzee. Back. I'm getting pretty good at that in quarantine. I don't know what game you're talking about. Well, Thanks, maybe, Andrew. I'll see you in Nashville. Oh, no. I'll see you in St. Louis, then Nashville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Love when you fire. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, Everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down. If you're getting too close, you know you're getting wet. If you're getting too close, you know you're getting wet. You're standing in deep, you're getting real wet. You ain't that deep because you're kind of shallow. Shallow in the brain and shallow in your heart. You'll never get that deep inside the water, girl. You'll never get that deep. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Everybody now puddles, puddles. Everybody get up because you get down. You know when you're standing in the puddle, you don't know where to go because you're so deep. You don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. I don't know how wet I am because I'm so wet. That's who I am. I'm so wet. Wet. I'm so wet. I'm so wet. I'm so, so, so wet. Now come on in. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, puddles. Puddles, 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 everybody now puddles, puddles, everybody get up because you get down and then everyone will come over here. Yes, I. Mm-hmm. That's right.